live from the place where we do podcasting in the... Ugh, got screwed up. Stupid referees. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast! Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that would never issue a red card to you, dear listener. On this week's episode, we take a look at Canada's final game against Mexico, review the game in Colorado, calmly discuss the ref issue, if there is one, and much more. And now, to this week's panel. He goes studs up into your funny bone. It's Tony. No, not that one. Walsh. New Bone. <laughs> Studs. He tackles your eyes with visual goodness each week. He is Mark the Masher Hinkley. Right in the socket. Ew, tackle. Yeah. <laughs> bone. <laughs> Orbital bone. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. That's, that's, yeah. He earns red cards of appreciation every week. He is Dangerous Duncan Fletcher. Panama. Ha, ha. Papers. It's everywhere. It's all oh, the news. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, Van Halen, total yes. resurgence. Yeah, they, they, were, they were visionaries. We yes. didn't know, right? But mm-hmm. here you go. Ooh, David Lee Roth. <laughs> Ooh, Kung Fu kicks. Ooh, spandex. And I'm the one that's trying to keep control of this podcast, and you get a yellow. No. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. You would the Oprah of yellow cards. <laughs> Check under your chairs. And uh, now to... Check under your table. <laughs> Ew, bones. Hands above the table. Stop it. Mitsu? Stop it. And now to our show. I'll see you once the sun shines through the glass above the All right, first up this week is, of course, the Colorado Rapids post-match. So, you know, a game that some of us, myself included, or I guess maybe just myself, thought was winnable for TFC. This was one of those ones on the calendar where you sort of thought, well, it's Colorado. They're not exactly world beaters right now. for the taking. Not very rapid. And, however, that didn't quite work out, did it? So, team, TFC still on four points. And going into what is potentially a more difficult part of the road trip. Um, probably the worst they've looked all season. Ten men or no. And uh, is, that, is it due to the inter, you know the break from the international play? Is the team still adjusting to the defense first mentality? Or have they just sort of settled into what is maybe their natural level when they're not playing at home? Because we have no idea what they're going to be like at home. Altitude! But Drew, Drew Moore and Clint Irwin said that wasn't a problem. Ah, yes, yeah. but, but they're but they're Ask deep vape thrombosis survivors. <laughs> yeah, they've got the ribbon. Yeah, they wear the purple ribbon. Oh, that's that's not what that's for. Oh. Mm, sure. yeah. But it's directly actually on your skin. It's not something you. Uh, it's, it's your take. vein is actually <laughs> yeah. turns purple and yeah, you just like you just twist it around yeah. and wear yeah. it proudly. Yeah. Wow. Lovely. Yeah. Mm. Touching. Um, anyway, what was the question again? Uh, Why are they so shit? Right. Why were they so shit in this Duncan? game? 
Uh, it's a good question, really. I don't know. It, it, they didn't really get it going at all today. I don't know mm -hmm. uh, quite why that was. Uh, there's not really a lot of uh, things you can say. I don't know if it's just Colorado kind of figuring out, all right, so this is what TFC are going to do. This is kind of how we're going to beat it. I feel like even you know, before they scored, sort of Marco Papa was very much just looking kind of like dropping deep to get a bit of space so he could knock a ball over the top. And yeah. Papa, teasing. Yes. Good <laughs> um, job, is that you? Yeah, I feel like our defense was obviously like pushing up very high and everything, which you know can work out well, but... Uh, if your midfield isn't pressuring their midfield and allowing them lots of time to make passes, it can be dangerous. So, um, you know, that seemed to be happening quite a bit, and especially in between the bit when Sheru got sent off and Osorio came back on to kind of get the midfield numbers back together is when they scored. So, it's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. I would be intrigued to see what happened if we uh, were down one nil, twenty minutes in, but still had a full eleven uh, men. But, yeah, I was sort of disappointed. I, I've watched, you know, you watch teams go down a man all the time. And sure, it's it's hard to play that way. But I find like the good teams, teams that are truly good teams. They find a way to stretch the game. I almost find that they play better because you know what? You've got to compensate. You've got to try something a little different. And I just felt that they were, they, they stayed really disjointed through most of the game until like those, what, like the last 10 minutes when suddenly it was like, yeah, you know, multi-ball. Doom, doom, doom. Go, go, go. until, yeah, they bought Morgan on and switched to just three at the back and really went for it. And then it was wide open at both ends. I sort of really. feel like that was an opportunity that was but it, that I, was missed I, earlier in the game. I think they came out on the very, very <laughs> flat at the beginning anyway. I mean, they were having trouble yeah. uh, reacting to mm. uh, Colorado's pressing very early before Sheru went off. I'm, I'm alarmed. I mean, we'll get to the referee stuff later. I'm alarmed a bit by the reaction of TFC fans in general to this result. And it's easy to blame the referee, obviously, but sure. th they should have let us sign Melberg because there's a lot of Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Reiner. I don't know. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if it's 10 years of being beaten down that we see a slightly better team as great, yeah. but th this, this team is, is what it is. It rides solely on the coattails of Seba, and when he's off, the rest of them are off too. There's, there's I don't, I don't really I see. Don't I don't see a terrific. That, but I don't care. I, I know that. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I don't shut no, down. I'm, I'm serious. I don't see a. They haven't found at least a secondary option for. Oh no! And creating we're creating anything. We're yet. gonna talk about that. That's for well, sure. I want to talk about it right now. Fine. Do it. I'm not entirely sure they've really been trying yet, but yeah. Well, when I mean, this would have been a very good opportunity. Colorado mm -hmm. aren't that great. Yeah, to I know. I I, I fear them. that this this um, refrain that just wait until they get home, everything will be better. Which yeah, uh, you, you are hearing a lot and from like all corners, media, coach, mm. fans. I don't know why. It's not Bemo Field has never been a place where TFC pick up a ton of wins, but mostly because they've been poor teams. Mm -hmm. It's not. Like and in this league, it's you don't usually get a tremendous bump. Oh, uh, we get a latitude bump. I mean, we're right. pretty high on a map. Yeah, that's Colorado's trouble dealing with our sea level. Exactly, yeah. that wind just throws mm -hmm. them off base completely. Yeah. Yeah, Freshwater but, lakes. Anyway, I, I you know I, I think they are what they are. Uh, but this this ideal that the the man is screwing TFC from being the great team that it is 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 an exaggeration. It's a screwed up narrative. It really is. I mean. Watching the highlight package of it, you know, Javigo had three really close free kicks. 
crickets. Yeah, there it was. That's that. Pin your pin pin your hopes on that. I mean, there's got to be more to it. And and if I mean, if the best that they can show are three free kicks, three set pieces, yeah, it's um, you had 90 minutes to produce one of something else. Well, and part of that I think is also. Again, we're jumping ahead into about a hundred different things here. Is the selection for the starting eleven? Um, I think there's there's questions there that mm. we can look at, and we will in just a minute. Uh, but Stay tuned. Yes, I know. As everyone, I know. I'm, I'm like, but I want to talk about it now. No, after this commercial. No, because if I go off script, then people get confused. And we're back. Is your midfield Hooray. feeling not so fresh? <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for the moment of the match, sponsored by Moment of the Match. Uh, the first yellow card or the second yellow card? <laughs> um, I think the, the the second one is the obvious. Uh, that's the moment that a lot of things so uh, turned upon. Yeah, it's you know I I don't really share in the outrage. It's like mm, it's it's debatably a red uh, yellow card. It's it was not it was outrageously. Oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. If this, it had been ten minutes later, he probably would have gotten away with it. Yeah, maybe. But it was what it was harsh. two minutes later. Not yeah, not even yeah. Yeah, so I I think Mm. for me, and it's my moment too. Is and you know I like Sheru, but very disappointed in someone who is a veteran, supposedly savvy player to be that stupid, because it was just stupid. You you know you know you have to check yourself when before you you wreck yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Truer words never spoken. Yeah, Mm. that's frustrating. Yes, Gandhi. Yes. Do you have a moment, sir? It was the same. Yeah. Shayru 2, the reddening. <laughs> Mark, what's your moment of the match? Um, you know, I there wasn't much there wasn't much in it as far as you know the spectacle of it all, but uh, I have to go with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I mean, it was pretty entertaining. Um, Diamond Dallas Page came back for for a quick little show. Really? A rather rotund Tatanka, huh? Say what? Worth seeing because <laughs> he was about as round as it was tall. And Shaq, Shaq showed up. That was uh, that was some good comedy stuff. The wife loved it. She was howling. Uh, I also like that uh, rookie uh, Baron Corbin, who wrestles in their developmental territory NXT. He won the thing, so that's a that's a good push. All wow! Around. So yeah, Corbin yeah. Burnson won the Yeah, Rose. Corbin Burnson. L.A. Laws Corbin. Burnson. L.A. Laws Corbin Sykes. Burnson. Corbin Burnson. Yes. Yes. Huh? Psych. What? What burn? What seriously? You faked it. Gotchi. What? The show. Oh okay. I'm talking about the guy from Major League. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was. Anyway. Yeah. Strong. All right. Man of the match. Um, if we're sticking with TFC players, it'll be yes. Clint Irwin. Uh, otherwise, Marco Papa. But uh, I'll, go with, I'll go with Clint Irwin. He made a lot of saves. Could have been uh, a rather much uglier scoreline if not for him, as the cliche goes. I chose Drew Moore. Similar-ish rules, yeah. but it it was it was picking the tallest midget. I feel like Drew Moore. A lot has been made about how he's supposed to be the guy organizing the defense, and he's making everything better. And that looked very unorganized, and yeah. it was offside traps barely functioning. I didn't say I was There's happy about it. A lot of headers that Colorado were winning in the air off corners and that sort of thing. I the the defense didn't seem organized. So Fine, I, Marco Papa. Yes, there we go. I actually, I went with Will Johnson. No, no, no. I have Michael no, no, fuck you. You're not allowed to always negate my man of the match just because you don't like it. Mm. That was his best game in, for TFC. He actually was the one I 
I feel that actually was creating chances and was actually doing something other than the occasional free kick from I, Seba. I, and I, I liked Cleaner. When in Cleaner was my first thought, but I watched a few more. I know. I'm, I'm on with Will Johnson. So you know what? I'm, you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shane McMahon's elbow from the top of the Hell in the Cell cage. All right. That fine. was spectacular. I mean, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy because he, he's not a wrestler. He's the owner's kid, but hey. 46-year-old jumps off the top of a 20-foot cage, goes through a table. Uh, I think that's your man of the match, so whatever. You're a man negator. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the match. Undertaker, he's way past his prime. That guy was gassing over climbing steps. Seems fair. Shea Rue, same reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, it's got to be Shea Rue. Shea Rue, yeah. Yeah, for stupidity. Should I got sent off for the first one. Yeah, you got a bit of a break. Just leave it for a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Should have stuck with the Rougeau brothers. Yeah. Shea Rue. <laughs> All right. So Vanny tactics. Um, there were. There were apparently, but that's the thing. This was probably the. This is the first game I think so far this season where it was like, I don't fully I, appreciate what you're doing. And for me, it's. I'm still trying to understand. What are you doing? Dan Lovitz being a starter. That's curious, yes. And having both Dan Lovitz and Mobabuli out there, extra curious to me. I was just, I still, to me, Dan Lovitz is still very much a rookie, even though he's been in the league, what, three years now? Yes. Um, the power of the bench. <laughs> well, it, it negates a lot. It, you know, he spent all of last year pretty much on it. So a lot of negating on this show. There it is. Mm. That's our way. Mm. We're bringing it back. Um, but I really sort of, I don't know, I feel like he started off poorly. And then, yeah, the defense didn't seem set. This was just one of, this was the first game where nothing seemed to be clicking at all. And I think all the other three games at least had moments where there was, there was some flow. It seemed like something was making sense. And until, until the end, when he started doing the subs, um, I think the Ashton Morgan sub made a big difference. And the, and the change in the formation, but... I feel, I feel that this match, with the dramatic sending off, to me is a big indicator of m- one of my main problems with Vanny is that in his game? difficulty to switch on the fly. Yeah. It, it, there was one match this season, I think the first match of the season, where he managed to change things up a little bit, but to say he's set in, the ways, set in his ways, I think, is fair. Kind of sets his team out one way, and we'll bluntly push it through whether it's working or not that's what we're doing tonight and <laughs> tomorrow night i mean i think obviously after the sending off he eventually done brought asario on which i think was a very the necessary yeah. move to shore up the midfield and mm-hmm. you know it's obviously kind of dangerous to be yeah we're going to do this and this and this you've only got 10 men you know, you've got to kind of keep it tight you know at least then you know i guess they got to the last 15 minutes and thought well fuck it got to go for it now and uh, we did at least look a little more organized in that fuck it we're going for it than we did against Kansas which was it's, it's, chaos. it's not like I'm you think we went for it against Kansas right at the end we did after oh, we, yeah. after oh, we went right, down yeah. and they yeah. had a man sent off um, but, it's but, not that I expected them to pull up a miracle down 10 men and come roaring back and control the, the match you're, you're up against it even the best manager but I, I'm even going into the match I don't know it's 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 stale Mm. I mean, I do feel that the you mentioned like Babuli and Lovitz. It's a bit weird, I and mean, that is maybe Vanny trying to go for it. You know, maybe seeing all right, Colorado are there for the taking. Let's go for it. And huh, we don't really have many attacking options, do we? But, so, but see, let's that's, try these guys. This whole thing with Lovitz 
allegedly being an attack. Like I've I've never winger. You can put a cross in. Yeah, I guess. And I guess Mobabuli, that's his that's his job because he sure as hell doesn't play defense, and that was abundantly clear. Um, I don't know. I I guess maybe I just have a difficulty. I still, I just don't see the that next level from from Lovitz yet. And he's had you know a few chances so far this season. Again, it's still early, but and Babuli absolutely has an upside, and I see there is a future for him, but. I feel like there needed to be balance of a you know a different player out there to complement or start Altador, have him go thirty, have him go half for just a half and then pull him if you're sure, what worried is he about his. right now though? Well, nothing, which is a whole which is an upcoming question. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice to have the Hercules Gomez as an option mm-hmm. or something Who? like that. Uh, I don't remember him. Good times. Hercules uh, Hernandez. Yeah, Mark. No, he wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, there's just very few like, attacking options, I think. And, you know, I guess, God forbid, Seba does get picked for it, they or get injured, and then say, okay. oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we will uh, we will see exactly how he can you know, kind of become more attacking without having it be kind of like it was yesterday, not yesterday, last season, where it's like, well, we just got to attack and fuck the defense. It would be nice if he can actually keep the defense going and do the attack. All right. Well, let's let's skip to that then. We'll do the other thing in a minute. Well, so, well. To be fair, to be fair. Oh, sorry. The yes. booking of WrestleMania was confusing as all hell. I mean, guys who don't show up for the entire year, are getting over on guys who've been there every week. Uh, they put the belt on Zack Ryder. Who's Zack Ryder? That guy hasn't Seriously, done anything. Who the hell's Zack Ryder? Zack Snyder. What? No. Um, Zack Attack. Rock having a six-second match against a very overstable of heels. It made absolutely no sense. The thing, for a lot of the major decisions top to bottom, confusing as all hell. Who knows what they're doing? Who knows what they're doing going forward? Am I right? They're wasting yeah. Don Morocco. They really are. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, you were about to. That's say. all right. Well, like Vinnie McMahon. I'm, oh yeah. Oh, thank God. Out of touch. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has no touch. Mm. Um, Don't get me started on the referees. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh they Man. can't they're they not paying attention they, they need them to so ruining much. everything yeah. they like those, those chairs in the ring every time yeah. who brings a chair to the ring come well, on there was the one match where you could bring any weapon you wanted but that's that's that was the one that was one. the one exactly that was the exception not yeah. the rule no exactly. FC Dallas does it too yeah, yeah that's true all right so the question is if Seba isn't scoring who is and right now the answer is no one so Cricket I'll sound s- effects here. Yeah, well, well. How about some Ricketts sound effects? Is the Ricketts is the well the Ricketts rumor, which still continues to swirl, whether or not to St. Ricketts might actually come to MLS. Oh, not Rohan. He's been here already. Uh, uh, Donovan. He's he's still finding other leagues to conquer. Um, free transfer from the <laughs> Peruvian B division. Uh, those guys are. That's a hotly contested yeah. division. Uh, so CF whether or not apparently there's been there's been talks but there is as always issues with salary slash the cap for TFC whether mm-hmm. or not they can afford to bring him in regardless I think almost of what he's asking for Altador who be has happy been just to receive a regular paycheck well he should be happy arrives. to get paid <laughs> at anything um, Canadian footballers am I right Altador who has been admittedly injured but. Doesn't anyway. look like doing anything no. since he came back, really. No. And then, who else? There's, there's no one. Do you just do you throw Jordan Hamilton out there and cross your like? Literally, who else is there? Why the hell not? Honestly, why the hell not? I, 
as much as there's not enough, there's hardly any forwards who are getting any real exposure standing in front of the net. That's the biggest thing. I mean, Seba's doing a great job, but he's got wingers. And then Altidore comes on. Okay, everybody shift so he can make room in the box. Well, there's 5.25 million reasons a year why this is going to happen constantly. Well, obviously, but there's zero so results annoying. for it right now. So, I'm. And then do you not it, have to like look to some of your midfielders to you know actually produce? Other teams have midfielders that score goals. It's not all about the football. Yeah, of course, and they're a big part of goal scoring, the whole you know transition from bringing mm-hmm. the ball out, but... You know, we are on most matches playing two out of two of our three midfielders slightly out of position yeah, anyway. It's true. Mm-hmm. We haven't played Osorio really in position since two seasons ago. I was about to yeah. say, I'm yeah. trying to remember when that was. Johnson, Osorio, Sheru, none of them are particularly good goal scorers. Bradley chipped in with a few last year, but it's been nice to see him kind of stick to just one thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, you mentioned. Go back there. Who's going to score rickets? I I don't see that helping really. I mean, bless him. You know, if he, if he wasn't but, Canadian, yeah. we'd be rolling our eyes out of our head. Sure. That they were going to that if, we were going to spend big emergency dollars on bringing a guy. If he like was him. American, we'd have signed him already for for <laughs> extra American international. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I naturally well, assume he's Canadian international. international. And yeah, Babouli. Yeah, he lit up League One. I get that, and you know it's a great story, but. You know, there seems to be a lot of excitement, and he's not really done a whole lot of anything, has he? So no, like I said, he's he's a work in progress, and he is yeah, a he is a lovely fair. story to coming sure. from you know, whatever, almost quitting football and rising up the from the lower dregs of Ontario soccer to play for TFC. Keep preaching for those stars, um, but oh. I know it was a bit mean. I haven't been mean for a while. They I had to throw that in it. there. Didn't deserve it. TFC didn't deserve it. No, whoever you're talking about. I was. It wasn't. It was more. That was a knock at TFC, not a Babooli. not a Babooli. Babooli. Oh, okay. that was that was I kudos for Babooli. I take it back. Congratulations, Babooli. There you, you go. Um, so he's you know he he is a work in progress. Uh, but for all the attention they're giving him and all the the time they're giving him, it's he's going to TFC though. Of course, it? it is. Make a story where there isn't one. Look, a Canadian player who might do something okay. Well, I mean, you know, these. Yeah, it's great to blood young players in, but. Young players are bled in on good teams late in matches when you have leads or, you know, a game is out of reach and you bring them in and they slowly build their, you know, confidence, their confidence, yeah, their confidence acumen within uh, a much faster, stronger league. They're not usually thrown to the wolves because, you know, the way this team has built, been built so top heavily that, you know, there is so lack such a lack of options and they are i mean you look at this altador is quickly becoming useless i mean no. it, could, it could change it could it, it could change but i mean is it uh, we're still we're still surprised him? he got 13 mm-hmm. goals last year i, I, I still, still don't believe it and neither do i and i i, 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 I i've checked that so many times i'm like i'm sure something must have been off here but but you know right right now this team is dependent on the little mouse and when they can smother him, it's done. Although it was it was impressive when he finally was like, "All right, you all suck. I'm gonna try and do this myself." To see, you know, him actually put on a you know without the goals, but he he did some really nice work at the end of that game. Mm. But that was born out of frustration, not out of mm. you know game plan. That was him just doing what he thought needed to be done. 
which you can't have every game and again isn't going to be successful and hasn't been successful so yay mm-hmm. all right we have one more thing to talk about from this game and really this is the burning issue of the day mm. they wore the new kits yeah they did right clearly the new kits are cursed and must should never be. be worn again must be or maybe never worn again with the blue shorts we blame, part of the, blame sh- the blue shorts. Yeah, Best part of the kit. They, they look better with the blue shirts. I don't know. Blue shorts, even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the blue shirts. Yeah, Duncan, mm. what are you telling us? Mm. Um, so, what change would you make? And I, did you see your special note? I did. Good. Mm. Um, to this kit to remove the obvious curse. No shorts. At all. Why? <laughs> Good question. <That laughs> also, none of the white part of the kit. Just, just, just a BMO sash. Just, just a little tube top. Just a tube top, <laughs> top and, and their knickers. It's very, this is Sparta. That was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, you make the, the, the blue, the little, little blue, whatever, stripe, right. hoop, whatever. It's a hoop. But sure. Uh, yeah. You, no, you it make it, you make it wider, and then you have more of them. So it's basically evenly spaced out blue and white hoops. And uh, all of a sudden, FC Dallas, they're quite good. Yeah! <laughs> Not arguing that. <laughs> now, clearly the answer is you make the keeper and the uh, outfield players switch kits. I want to see the outfield players wearing that sweet-ass midnight blue goalie kit as the outfield kit. And let, uh, what's-his-face, wear the uh, white and blue and red concoction mess that's uh, the o- the away outfield kit. So I think that would be a much better looking team. I will say that. So I, I went sort of not quite as far as you with the all removal of everything. The nudity? Went, yeah. The male nudity? Listen, no, they're, they it's could the wear ladies. their jock. Um. Fair. They have to go into a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was just like, like let's 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 try Stands someone. Up. Let's try uniforms. Yeah. You know, the oh. NBA has switched recently to to sleeves. Mm. Let's go to exactly. It looks so ridiculous. No, no sleeves. No sleeves. That's been done, man. It's been done. Yeah, Since they told Cameron done. to stop that shit. Yeah, yeah, but we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna. Go and then with it was like, a onesie or something like that. Yeah. Mm. I think you know, just try something. Yeah, a Usain Bolt onesies. How about that? So there you go. A little freedom of movement. Yeah. Yeah. A little, you know. Oh, there's freedom of movement. Aussie rules, tank top kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It looks like a weather vane in his pants. Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> we can dress like the Dockers. <laughs> I've run in wife beaters. So what we're going to talk about now is what everyone has been talking about. Uh, it seems like all season, actually, but the last couple of days, it really has spread throughout everything. Um, why is everybody, coaches, players, media, fans, suddenly coming together, it seems, to complain about the refereeing or more specifically um, the cards being handed out and what the cards are being handed out for? There's been, there's always complaining about refereeing. We always complain about the refs. No matter what league you're watching, MLS refs always seem pretty terrible. But then again, if you watch other leagues, you're like, oh, their refs are kind of crappy too. Yep. But, and I'm, this isn't a TFC's being picked on. What seems to be the new theme is that everybody's being picked on. And the refs are just out of control. 
there are people saying that you know this is sort of a, a move to <coughs> a no touch league and yeah. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> but you know so Steve Sandor wrote a really interesting uh, piece about sort of the history of this for the last uh, five or six years and how this may have come to be back in 2011. This was the beginning of a mandate for the league to actually call fouls because of numerous incidents. The mm. uh, Zakawani one. I, I can't even like say it without shuddering because I watched that happen. I think most of us were probably watching that game. And it's still one of the most nightmarish things when his leg was broken by Mullen. Um, but there's this sort of, you know, that was apparently the beginning of something that said we had to the league wanted refs to call things Catalyst change. wasn't that what brought around pro right that was the start of it wasn't it somewhere around about that yes um so that was kind of interesting and to look at that letter that was sent out at the beginning of the season that mm. said something very similar but then on the other hand you've got kurt larson um and some players will johnson actually tweeted out fairly reasonably his thoughts on it through the weekend it wasn't too i don't think histrionic about it fine pending um, no well maybe yeah probably. well probably but kurt's gone the other direction completely in that it's it's madness it's utter madness mm. um who's right i don't know i mean i do kind of feel like yeah this is going too far and uh you know, I mean, the the bit that I really don't agree with is you know a lot of people. You know, I mainly follow a lot of TFC fans on Twitter, and you know, from just Saturday night, it was oh my god, the refs are against TFC. This no. is terrible. Blah blah blah. They're against no, everybody. Not at all. Um, I mean, I can see like, all of the you know controversial calls and that sort of thing. You know, it makes sense when you read this is what they've been told not to do. So I don't think you can argue with any particular one call. I think the direction as a whole that the referees are being given and the players and everyone have been given are going too far. I would agree that, you know, tackling and occasionally tackles go wrong, you know, that's part of part the of game. The, it should be. Yeah. You learn it. Like if if you played if you played soccer at all in your life, especially if you if, even if you play if you played as a kid, they teach you how to do it. And they teach you how to do it safely. Mm-hmm. More or less. Because if you Hopefully don't learn yeah, if you don't yeah. learn along the way, then yeah, that's when you do hurt people. But it is supposed to be part of the game. Mm. Um I sorry. don't think any they're necessarily right or wrong i mean these things are a bit cyclical too like in a over a season you know the level the mandate from the head office will go higher or lower and, and to the extremes they have to take it does seem a bit sensitive right now but i mean the main thing is yes i mean the refs are shit they're shit in other leagues too yeah um there is an opportunity for this league probably to invest in their officiating in the long term everyone been, everyone think, yeah. it's been a glaring thing for a long time um it's not really a tremendously difficult fix but something they have never seen as a major priority maybe that changes a little bit now um but i think the main thing is and it goes back to what duncan said they're not out to get tfc or x club they've been consistently shitty across the whole league that doesn't make it okay but it happens well but and then- they are not Maybe in in a more obvious way sometimes, but they are not tremendously worse than some other leagues people watch here. So, so my my, no. my next question though is sort of, I, I guess actually to to Kurt's point, is this going is the league going too far in trying to overcorrect the ills of the past in that mm. we are going to spend a season where 
everyone is suddenly afraid to tackle because it's going to be a yellow card or a red card. Like Matias Laba's tackle. Well, I, I've watched it a few times. It's I watched not it happen. Surprising. It seemed a little. I mean, I mean, I've seen worse. But then I saw Breck Shea not get called for what seemed a far worse tackle mm. Sunday night. Like I, I expected the card to come out and it didn't happen, and I was confused because. To me, that was a, a dirtier tackle than things we've seen called over the past few days. Given given that this league seems to be <clears throat> hell-bent on controlling the message whenever possible, however possible, that includes what imagery they use, what players can say, and how they want to, how they want to be viewed by the casual, sporting, paying customer, American public. Not, not us. You know, the people, who, the people who go and buy scalp tickets and sit in front of us. Those people, the people who are casual, they don't want, they don't want to have this as some thuggery, violent game. So, so now we gotta. But after it's that America. Horrific, they like it. Yeah, but this isn't. This is. But this isn't like other sports, Kristen. This is soccer. This is what your kids play. You want your kids to play soccer, don't you? It's such a fun, family-friendly game. No, no. Soccer's the one that always gets knocked for being namby-pamby and played by sissies well, and all that stuff well, who fall down you, and get hurt all the time. Well, here you go. Now you've got a league that's trying to prevent people from falling down, trying to make sure by handing out cards. You want to be down a guy? Well, don't don't do that thing that we got that you got away with last season because we don't want you doing that at all. It's it seems like it really, it really feels like it's coming from top down, but a, a little more to change exactly how the game ap- aesthetically appears. Like if you don't have any, never mind. You never can't mind. force a league that doesn't have a skill level to have skill. You can't <laughs> make this a skill league. No, but you can, but you can try and be preventive to hide those lack of skills, and by doing so, you get innocuous tackles that are now red card offenses. That are now yellow card offenses. I mean, tackling's a skill. Tackling no, no. is absolutely I'm, a I'm, skill. I'm not. I'm not. And one well worth learning. I'm not learning. pooping on this. I, I I like the tackling part of it. Nothing, you know. If you're get, pooping while you're tackling, you're doing. Yeah, wrong seriously, you really are doing right. I'm not sure who trained you, but hey, hey, a lunge by any means necessary <laughs> is a lunge, okay? And sometimes you need a little propulsion. So <laughs> I, but no, like to me, that's this is what it kind of feels like. It seems like this. The scrubbing out of that part of the game, even though it's a part of the game everywhere, but somehow it's this is bad. This could be worse for soccer because they're trying to get a foothold into the sporting consciousness. Blah 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 blah. Buzzword buzzword buzzword. Honestly, i i would I wouldn't be surprised if 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 it is. I don't want to use the word conspiracy, but like it's a top down motion, and it's a top down motion from guys who really don't fully understand the fundamentals of the game. None of those suits were professional soccer players or probably amateur high-level soccer players, so they wouldn't know that, but they see this as a problem. Oh, well, that horrific tackle by Zach, uh, from that Zaguani uh, received was played on every sports highlight reel across the country and possibly the world because it was such a horrific tackle. But, but this is the thing that somebody who knows shit about soccer is going to be watching the nightly news after the baseball highlights in their local high school football highlights they're going to see this gross-looking tackle, and that's that's a bad message for MLS. In a, in absolute ignorance of the rest of the sport in the league. That's all I'm saying. They want to prevent from that even coming close to happening again. That was a freak accident. That's a It wasn't one... an accident. That's the problem. That one was actually oh, done in anger. Okay, fine. But, I mean, but even still, there's been guys who've lashed out at somebody in anger and didn't shatter their leg. 
Like we've seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He he had every intention to hurt him. I I have no doubt. Yeah. Did he intend one, to ruin his career? One no. out of no. five thousand league tackles. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, that's that that's that's kind of how I'm I, I kind of approach or at least been what I've extracted from from a lot of the reports. They make great like uh, Sandor had some. He made excellent points, and I can see why and how that mental pathway that they took to get to where they are. And I can see the hysterics from some certain writers on, on in the know. media. But um, who are you talking about? It could be anyone. It could you be anyone. True. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Um, my, my Twitter feed has been relatively calm. <laughs> I, I feel the, Give big, me a minute. the biggest sin <laughs> that the league is doing, and we've talked about this before, is the revisiting referees' calls by the disco and changing their decisions and handing out cards after the fact that it's, I mean, the handing out of cards afterwards is other than an absolutely grievous. It cheapens the extenuating circumstances of doing it when you should. Well, it takes out the human element of the game, what everybody ends up talking about. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, what people talk about is decisions made by referees. So do you think refs are calling more things in order to not have to save their jobs? They're they're doing what they're told, and they're doing they're pl- mm-hmm. they're towing the party line. I would agree with that. Good, hooray! Strong, yes. Join us next week <laughs> when we talk about this all over again. Do you think this is going to like they've come out the gate pretty hardcore with this um, to start the season? We're only a month in, yeah. And already it's how many red cards, and I don't even know how many yellows. Like, there's been a lot, and there's. You know, high-level coaches, high-level. There's the more seasoned, popular coaches who are talking about it. Hey. Um, <laughs> I hear of him. Um, do you think this will last the year? Or will they, you know, come come the, the Copa America when is players this, start to Is leave? this the thing to talk about right now? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I think it is the thing to talk about. But, no, do, but do you think this is going to be the but thing? But it's the flavor of the month. Or is this going to be? Well, I think there is a chance that, A, like the players either learn or just get frightened or whatever. And so there's fewer incidents to potentially call. Uh, also, potentially, you know, as the games get more important and everything like that, the refs maybe be told, all right, you know, we kind of made our point. You know, things are a little bit better. You can maybe put the whistles away. It's like... You know, in the NHL every year they right. come out really strongly. Yeah, we're going to exactly call all the clutching and the grabbing, that, and then yeah. you know the playoff comes around, and you know, yeah, just let them play. Um, so hopefully, this is a bit of a an educational push right now okay. from the league to the players to say, all right, this is what you can't do, and then you know, they'll maybe back off a little, and the players will actually learn, and in the end, it won't be a big deal, and the game will be better. And hooray! hooray. Yes. In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. Butane in my veins and a mouth to cut the chunky with the plastic eyeballs. Spray paint the vegetables, dog food skulls with the beefcake pantyhose. Kill the headlights and put it in neutral. Stock car flaming with a loser in the cruise control. Babies in Reno with the vitamin D. Got a couple of couches, sleep on the love seat. Someone came saying I'm insane to complain about. Well, over the weekend, amidst all the controversy, the teams actually found time to play games. I know. And there was goals scored and hearts broken and all sorts of wonderful other controversies happening that had nothing to do with the refereeing. And here to tell us all about it 
is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS Wins and Losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You shine bright like a diamond. Yeah, I do. Wow. Flirty. Well, (laughs) you know. Anyway, referees, red cards, they did indeed take their toll on the goals factor this week. Plenty of low-scoring games, uh, with the odd surprise, and the last 100% records were lost. Uh, we start Friday night, the T-Terrorists versus the Rebels. New England winning with a controversial goal from our boy Fagundes. Watch uh, your mouth. Mm. Red Bulls defender Kamal Owens sitting on the ground injured. The refs kept playing and ended with a simple tap-in for Diego. Uh, Mike Geiger let that one go. Later got the week started for the refs with uh, a straight red to Felipe for a, a soft tackle that was judged to be a studs-up straight red card challenge. Um, yeah, first win of the season for New England. Hey. Uh, Jesse Marsh wasn't happy that they played on to score the goal. You know, McMahon, it's shameful for me. The game is supposed to have honor, and they can claim that they didn't see them. They can claim that they weren't sure that he wasn't hurt. 9-11 was an inside job. It was clear as day that he was down on the ground, McMahon, and not just one player some. The whole team some. So that part for me is shameful. Wow. Strong words. The yes. body. Uh, we move on from uh, from that uh, on to Saturday. Philadelphia at Chicago, where uh, it was a snowstorm, then sunny, then a snowstorm again, and then sunny again. Uh, probably a bit of a nightmare to play in, really. Uh, they should un- be playing that in a dome or something. Yeah, you would think. Uh, the Don't Union they have hit a, a lot of woodwork, uh, then had Warren Cravel sent off. Fire scored through Kennedy and Bowenike, and late in the game, Gilberto missed a ton of chances. <sighs> Not our gill. No, I know. Never happens. It's crazy. Uh, 1-0 to the fire. It was uh, the first win for new coach Veljko Paunovic. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I'm going to go with that. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Veljko? Veljko. Next up, we head to uh, Merciless Children's Park, where the all-conquering Sparks took on a real Salt Lake team without Romando, Olave, Beckham, and Morales, all that burrito guy. Um, Surprise, surprise. Who Who showed up then? Joe mm-hmm. Platter and uh, nope. ten other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Hi. exactly it. Some dude who works at a Chipotle. Yes, My bad. Sorry. Uh, surprise, surprise. RSL won two one. Wasn't even a red card in that game. Well, uh, Boring. Mm-hmm. That's pretty refs. funny, actually. Yes. Everything. The worst. Mm-hmm. Leniency. Uh, there was a, a dodgy decision. Was a like. Uh, Kansas's one came from a penalty that was given after a foul that was clearly outside the Terrible. box. Naturally. But Stupid that was like 94th minute, so... That's better. <laughs> mm. um, yes. Beyond that, Columbus, they're still looking for their first win of the season after picking up a 1-1 tie with Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. Yeah! Uh, Justin Merrim scoring early before Tekawash... Yeah, Tekawash and Daly. Yes, that's the guy. <laughs> Tesho Akindaly equalised late on. Uh, Montreal, Sons Drogba went to pointless Seattle and lost 1-0. Clint Dempsey with the goal to finally get the Sounders going... And the you know, the Sounders, this was their first win, and you know that gave us some disturbing Siggy sound bites. Oh dear! When you're dominating like that, you have to finish. You're grinding out a bit. And from there, everyone can take a big sigh. It was a relief. I 
think he just shit himself. <laughs> I think he did. I think. I, I'm not sure. It's, was he masturbating? Is he shitting? I, I really, what exactly I don't is happening that I there? Know. I, yeah. Both. Grind <laughs> one out. What exactly does that mean to Siggy? <laughs> <laughs> Food, footy, or frolic? I don't know. I, who knows? All three. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the Galaxy went to Vancouver without Gerard Keane or Dos Santos. Soon the Whitecaps were without Morales and Mane due to injury and Lava due to another of those soft tackles judged to be a studs up straight red card challenge uh it eventually ended nil nil wait who the hell showed up for them people uh, nigel de young ashley cole joshy jardes oh the eighteen. john claude van damme jelly van damme Ooh. <laughs> star of lime cop Ooh. that nice. uh that roy lassiter guy who's got 27 goals way back when they got him in there that was nice <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I know the game ended nil-nil. When asked if he was disappointed with the dropped points, Carl Robinson said, Hello, Tom Jones. Would I like to be greedy? Yeah, but Welsh people aren't greedy. So we'll take a point and we'll move on. I just saw Bruce in the corridor there, you know. Apologised to him for bunkering a little bit. But we had to do it. We had to get something out of the game. Call mine. Pretty sure Ryan Giggs was greedy at some point. Yeah, surely yeah. Sure. seemed a little. Mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yes. Um, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yes. Ah, there, there we is. go. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Bruce Arena, he's he's unhappy with the refereeing. There's been too many red cars in this league. It doesn't make the game entertaining. I don't think the fans like it. I don't know about the players. It seems like every game in this league, there's a red card in it. It's been (laughs) tough. Hang on, everywhere. (laughs) He's he's a showman. I know. Master of that. Yeah, I know. I got chills. No, I see him. I see him. Uh Uh, Last up on Saturday, DC went to uh, San Jose. Late Adam Jango meant that one finished 1 1, ensured DC still winless after five games. Uh, Surprise. Or forms. Everyone should not go back and listen to who I predicted would win the East. Because, hmm. Anyway, on to Sunday. Kaka's back! Kaka! Kaka! Uh, that's a good thing for Orlando as they hammered Portland 4-1, uh, including Joe Bendix saving a penalty. It was a bad hear, penalty, though. I hear, I hear that guy was terrible, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Joe Bendix, my number one. Not now, because uh, he's not here, but you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, Orlando now sit all alone at the top of the Eastern Conference with uh, eight points from four games. What? Yes. Ew. It's terrifying. Um, Edward, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. You're the John Denver of men. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's an unusual one, but yes, thank you. Okay. Uncomfortable. I'll take that. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. Yeah, no. Lord of mercy. I just want to fly. I want you warm. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms around me, baby. Everybody, it's Bitchy Blake, Colorado. 
Blankety blank. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and we hope yours as well. Last week, the gentleman came up with this bitchy blank. Canna can make the hex by blank. Oh dear. So before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what do you have for this blank? I'll take the very obvious uh, corruption. Uh, Vic Montagliani will be elected CONCACAF president before the games in September. And a lot of refereeing decisions are going to go our way. Excellent. Uh, oh, I, 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 the, the two things totally unconnected, uh, obviously. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. yeah. It's Jack Warner-tastic. Yes. Mm. I don't have an answer. But yeah. I'll say this to Benito Floro. The hex is natural. The hex is good. <laughs> Not everybody does it. Yeah, but everybody should. They should. It's true. The hex is natural. The hex, hex is fun. fun. Mm. The hex is best when it's one on one on one on one on one. Hex. On one. <laughs> Very nice. A bit more one on I nil, wish I had an on answer. Nil, on nil, on nil, <laughs> on nil for Canada, really, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, I... Canada can make the hex by changing their name to Mexico North. Mm. Mm. What about Hexaco? What about New Mexico? That's taken. Oh, fuck. Yeah, right. What about newer Mexico? Yes. <laughs> Newest Mexico? Newest Mexico. New, just to make sure New no, and improved no one Mexico. can go. Exactly, yes. Yeah, there we go. No one can come on us afterwards. Yeah. yeah. You know Greenland's thinking of joining CONCACAF. Why not? Mm. Anyway. Why not? They sure. got a handball team. Where, where are they currently? Are they in Wafer? They're in nowhere. They haven't got FIFA oh. um, approval? approval yet, but so, it's so coming, apparently. They're part so of that non-national go, one. Go for Oceania. <laughs> Come Why, because you could fall backwards? To them? You couldn't. <laughs> You'd have to go through Russia. That doesn't count. They can see Seems Russia just as backyard. reasonable as the countries Still, that are in yeah. Oceania now, and how many spots they get. Mm-hmm. I think it's their better shot than going to UEFA. They're fucked if they go to UEFA. They'll, sure. be, they'll, be, the, they'll be frozen Gibraltar. Yeah. They're not good enough for CONCACAF either. In Oceania, they've got a chance. Fiji's not going to want to go up to... to uh, yeah. I'll remember this when Canada's just drawn Greenland. <laughs> it's all right. Sweet. Away day. Uh, even, even, yeah. even playing ground. I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. totally do away day. Nook on tour. Yes. Oh, oh those commemorative scarf. Because it'd just be one. Yeah. Uh, would be amazing. And it would be, be super more like long. It, yeah. You just wrap it around your face. I'd want the kit. I'd, yeah. Of, mm. of Greenland? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'll pick one up. American Sanoa has got up, but not going to be up for that. And it's going to be a big geographical advantage for Greenland. Yeah. yeah. I give Greenland a shot with them, the British Virgin Islands, a wayleg to Nook. Mm. Yeah. Nobody can afford Nature that. boys are fucked. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I went geopolitical on this. Canada Ooh. can make the hex by quickly expanding the country by about a minimum of 35 new and totally coincidental provinces. Hooray! Hey! <laughs> There's 41 members in CONCACAF. I had to do the math. <laughs> Good math. Hex, y'all. Time to have hex, y'all. <laughs> uh, Question uh, is, which, which other countries do we... Uh, do we just kind of like go around the Caribbean, get all the islands and it, everything, and then... It, it, it doesn't matter. 35. That puts only six countries left. Turks and well, Caicos. Yes. We're in the sack. We're in the hex every time. It would be nice to qualify. You know, you don't want it to be, uh, you know, it's... The question was how do we get into the hex? That, it was, that, how do we qualify? True. That number would be about 38. <laughs> that's true, yes. <laughs> all right, well, mm. all those were lovely answers. This week's winner, however, is a 
I believe it's the first time he's played and first time he's won, Daniel Squizzato, otherwise known as Squiz to most of us, at Daniel Squizzato on the Twitters. I've heard of him. Yeah, he's good. Canada can make the hex by the grace of God. So it is written in the Book of CONCACAF, Book 8, Verse 1. Ouch. Yes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And yeah. Ew. Thanks for playing, Squiz. Damn. (laughs) Next week's bitchy blank is MLS refs are also to blame for blank. Mm. I like this. Okay. We're going to exodus before the hex, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> an exodus for the hexodus? No. Mm. As always, please do send us your answers to us on the Twitters at Vocal Minority CA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as you see fit or in the comments on the website once the podcast is posted. Play as often as you like, but do get us those answers by 5 o'clock on Monday. Thank you. Hey, brother, welcome to hell. Discriminate the Estado contra la humanidad. Existen derechos humanos. I just lost So last week I wasn't here because I was out in Vancouver watching Canada. Oh, this again? Yeah. Brag much? I have to. Damn it. I don't. I don't. It's the first time I've traveled out of. Pro- well, that's not true. Nice Further. qualifier. Nice qualifier. I know. Look at me. I support the Whitecaps now. <laughs> I do apparently now know a lot of Whitecaps songs because they were, as we do when Canada plays at BMO. How about that one that goes, Whitecaps, Canada, Power. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Whoa! Tuck it! I'm cutting your mic. Sorry, buddy. Seriously, man. Hates the peanut chews. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway. I'll I'll bring your mic back up. I know you guys are. Power! Oh, to the people. <laughs> I know you guys already talked about Friday's game. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about Tuesday's game, though. And uh, I feel like it's worth a bit of a mention. Not the best round of qualifying games for Canada. but Seen worse. <laughs> exactly. But oddly enough, a better game away. They played better. They held Mexico to one less goal. You don't think they played better? I think well, that was a better, it was a better game. I was more mm, in it. They held Mexico to one less goal. Technically, yes, they did. But I think the entire second half, Mexico was very happy to just kill the sure. game off. If Mexico wanted it, that could have been like five or six. I think easily. But enough. I was a little surprised that they didn't. Like, why not? Goal differential does. They're come gentlemen. In. They did. They've already called twelve points. They're qualified. They didn't need anything. They're a proud like race. Off. They're proud races. They that don't need is? to rub our noses. They, in it. they have honor, mm-hmm. ah, yes. integrity. Yes, I did feel Jesse Marsh applauds them. <laughs> yes, McMahon. Yes, but not the fans and their stupid green lasers. Um, <laughs> I'd love to know Jesse Marsh's thoughts on the moon landing. <laughs> it was staged. Let it go, man. Just Do let it, it go. Uh, but I do feel like Canada was more in the game in this one. The, the game at BC Place was really odd they were they seemed really really they seemed really scared actually um i felt I like, like they had a, a couple of chances early on and it didn't really work out for them and they just stopped yes but, yeah. but there's a couple things that sort of come up out of the out of both games um one the mystery of kyle laren mm. 
So there's Orlando Kyle Laren, who apparently knows how to score goals. And then there's Kyle Laren, who plays for Canada, and his one foot, who doesn't know how to do anything. <laughs> this calls for a job for the Hardy Boys. Well, <laughs> do you have a clue? Oh, South Park references. Here we go. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I think I got a clue over here. Oh, I got a really big clue in Orlando. We're on cartoons. Nothing like the Family Guy did something about my left foot. Probably. Yes. It's like a, yeah, the, the Sounds... music, my left foot, the musical. Oh yes, 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 yes. 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 Ah, delightfully really tasteless. I love it. <laughs> But, but yeah, Kyle Lyron's left foot, I, oh, he doesn't like to use it. No, mm. and it is cost more than once and very frustrating to watch because he is, you know, Canada is always starved for goals and he was sort of looked at as, and still is, as one of the solutions to Canada's goal scoring problem. However, theoretically, yes. he seems to be causing more problems than he's solving. I'm still hoping that uh, Benito Flores is doing a Mickey from Rocky. And making him only use his other foot until they meet Honduras, and then he's gonna unleash it. And Honduras won't know what the fuck hit them. Nine one. <laughs> Larry the ultimate seven. revenge. Floro's revenge. Mm-hmm. I and mean, is that something? Do you think? Well, we say. I feel like myself. I never really noticed it all that much. But is this just smart? Scouting by Mexico, they, their central defense are always going to say, "Yeah, we're always going to push, push Lavin onto his left foot." Yeah, yeah, we'll give you a chance there. You're not going to be able to come in onto uh, onto your right to do anything, but you can have all the, all the space you want on your left. I, I you, wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised. They are they are a better team, right? They have a better system, and yeah. um, it's not a knock on Floro. It's just, I mean, that's the takeaway for both. Like, really, we're yeah. we're, we're not in their league. Yet. League, yeah, yeah. we're we're a, we're a tier below. We're roughly maybe kind of in Honduras and El Salvador's league if they're, conditions yeah, are right. They're, yeah, they're above us. Not by much. At mm. least yeah, Mexico, yeah, Mexico's long gone. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so then, Daniel Henry. Mm-hmm. Actual good player or goat for life? Actual center back with a future goat for eternity at wing. Hey, have you have you have you heard about the sequel to his biopics? Look who's still not a right back. <laughs> the original Hilarious. one. The original it. one. Look who's not a right back. Mm. Look who's well, still not did, a right back. Did too. great at the box office. So now uh, making uh, another chapter. Look who's still not a right back. It's based, oh, that's based on uh, the last sounds, two games. Sounds cute. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sounds, they've got Kevin Hart lined up and everything. Friendly. It's great. Mm. It's great. <laughs> but I feel like so. So watching the watching the game on Tuesday again, he had at least one tackle I guess or clearance or something something that people took uh, you know they objected to and you, you see it every single time Canada plays some jerks Ew. out there starting he's not a right back bastards yeah well it's not pessimist much Jesus. <laughs> but you know I he like was, he wasn't absolutely that terrible on Tuesday no and I think even probably on the, the Friday games well he's not absolutely terrible no. but there's but just it's any mistake he makes like little everyone moments. jumps all over him oh yeah. it's, ew. Uh, it's because his mistakes are usually game yeah. changers there are moments I know amid, and this is like when he was playing centre back for TFs as we CFC yeah. as well often generally very good and then oh and those are maybe a little more frequent and pronounced when he's at right back uh, and yeah it's it hasn't been playing a lot of minutes if you I don't put know. your shoes on backwards and you trip on the street you're blaming your shoes yeah I have I've done that I've done that interesting 
I think he still. I think I think he still has a long future, and I mm-hmm. just wait for him actually to play at center back. Mm-hmm. However, the whole right back thing brings me to the next question: What's up with David Edgar? Like, does anybody know? Because mm. he, he getting Osorio right, but like he wasn't <laughs> even like it, named yeah. to. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, like you, ha- he's there. He, he's 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 played there before competently. He's been a good. Solid contributor for Canada. I can't trust has a man he, with two first names. Has he pissed mm. off Floro in mm. training? Like, I, I just, I, I feel like I haven't seen, I haven't seen anyone address this. Uh, I don't know if he's, he's not willing to talk about it. And again, most when you're in team, you just coach's decision, whatever, and that's understandable. But it's. I'm sort of frustrated that people, media who cover Canada, haven't been able to ferret this information out of Floro. Yes. We need to get uh, the, the local Burnley beat writers onto this. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, Burnley people. Pigeonhole David Edgar and figure out why. Is he in Sheffield now? Is he? I thought he was still in Burnley. Right, fine, I'll look it up. No, yeah, please be wrong. Yeah. Either way. One of those places. He may have gone to Sheffield. Yeah, it's plausible. Anyway, yeah, one that of those. The blades. One of those horrible northern, uh, northern towns. Could be, a, could be a million of them. Yes. Sheffield United. He's Sheffield, is he? Oh. Oh, well, then. That explains well everything. If you, to be honest. He's on loan. Ah. Uh, from Birmingham. I'm uh-huh. lost. Birmingham? Yep. What? Yep. Where the hell did that happen? <laughs> he got, he I think got, we might be answering the question of why isn't David Edgar playing? Uh, when, when did you leave Burnley? Uh, he left Burnley yeah. in uh, 2014. 14, excellent. 16 appearances for Birmingham City. Was loaned out to Huddersfield Town first. Nice. For 12 games. Wow. And he's been at Sheffield for the last 29, according to Wikipedia. And played how much? Okay. 29 games. Right. 29 appearances. That, that's a solid season. Yeah. yeah. So he's playing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's to me. League one, Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's on the Friday in, game. He's down in Habertown. <laughs> you know, Adam Straith was clearly not the end. Like just, it's these things that keep happening. And, and mm. but I, I know everyone on Tuesday was very surprised when he wasn't even named. Like he wasn't even on the bench. It was like, but he's there. He's mm. healthy. Like he's not hurt. Nothing wrong with him. He has looked good before. He's yeah. been part of your defense that has looked good for the last year or exactly, so. Exactly. That you know mm. didn't have, uh, didn't let in a lot of goals, and now you don't. I don't know. It's you know just, what this means? It's going to be with TFC next year. <laughs> hey, Is along with the same after rickets. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Damn it! Almost had that one in. So hex, yay or nay? Nay. nay. It, it requires a result in Honduras. Not going to happen. Mostly nay. I'm not comforted by the idea of Mark's other a, teams' Mark's results. Na- are you a na or an a? No, just nay. Okay. But mostly. You said mostly nay. Oh, it did say mostly so you're either na well, or an a. The n a is the nay part instead uh. of the a y being the a part. So uh. nah. Nah. Okay, this whole thing that makes no sense because I mean the difference is one letter. So that's two thirds of the n of nay with a little bit of. Right. So it's mostly nay because right. I don't I don't like the idea of other teams helping us out to get in. So they should be comfortable doing this on their own merits, and it's looking kind of uncomfortable for them to do that. Okay. I'm gonna say nay as well, but I do have a follow up question: Is Canada not making the hex this round this time? Because the program is in a serious rebuilding thing, and I think mm. that you know this has been a slightly better qualifying 
group for them. Like I didn't, I don't think, I don't think I went into this round of qualifying thinking they were going to do anything even remotely that looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they, the next two games in the fall, Honduras and El Salvador, if they, you know, acquit themselves decently and it looks like there is some sort of progress within the program. Is Canada not making the hex really that bad thing? Like, did they, no one thought they were going to get to the World Cup this time, did you? No. No. I mean, it would be nice to get to the hex, mainly because those games. 10 games will mm-hmm. be yeah. huge yeah. experience-wise yeah. for whenever we do actually deserve to be in the hex, potentially with the chance of qualifying, having played those games would be huge. 2022 and every World Cup. Yeah, yeah. I, I yes. heard that. That was, yeah, yeah that was, yeah. I, I have that on my calendar yeah. now. Strong, strong. That's gonna be ta- that's gonna be Duncan's first tattoo. <laughs> Just start writing the years every four. After that, huh? <laughs> Just yes. leave a lot of space though. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it, it's not gonna be a big disaster that we don't uh, make it. Really, it's one of those things where after oh, we beat Honduras and then maybe these things might come together. But you know, yeah, it's silly to hope. <laughs> Put that in Latin on the badge. <laughs> Canada. So it's, so it's, it's silly to hope. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's not a disaster if you look at it, the fact that there was very little expected of them. There's always teams in qualifying that, you know, surprise and can find their way yeah. into the hex and can find their way maybe into the playoff, things like that. So, in, in, I mean, to say rebuilding, national programs are so strange without a, a, a much... But Canada really is rebuilding. But how do you rebuild a, a national program? There's not really... I mean, yes, there's more talent there because of maybe the MLS sides and more jobs on this and side. And players deciding to come join the program that haven't been here before. That'll bring potentially more players. I don't know if it's going to open the floodgates of... It kind of has. My granduncle was Canadian. Can I play? A well, little, no, I don't a know. A little bit. Okay, but then, but one. then perhaps lack of success is bad for that. Then maybe that makes it go a step backwards. If you know you're going to be three and out every every time. You know, if it's to me, if it's not another eight-one, like give up game because they because they think, gave yeah, up. I, know, in but that. You, I don't but think whole, you, I don't think you could say they're rebuilding based on the hope that more guys with loose Canadian ties are going to come play for the team. The, the rebuilding would have to be the long-term plans of a mm. national league and creating well, sure. and, and there's the thing but that is a long way away league, and that is not, that is not even, on... that is unlikely to affect the next the next uh the 2022 qualifying really better support for academies right now long-term player development like i think there is again it's it's it's, it's a top-down thing you're also losing a generation of players now that are gone atiba hutchins and the guys like that are going to be on the there's end, yeah end there's a couple career. that are going to be gone but there's also a lot of young guys with the team right now you know they they, they Who, who's standing out tremendously well, right now kyle aaron in his left foot uh-huh. <laughs> You hope Tesho Akindeli is going to... You know, Hoylet, Akindeli, Laren, they'll all be like in their, their mid to late 20s, prime, yeah. four years from now, they'll be in their prime. Maybe hopefully there's be a few people coming up behind them. There's some solid keepers, I'm, right? I'm not, like I'm not ringing the doom and gloom bell. I'm just saying that... Daniel I, Henry will be I, a world beater at left back by then. I think I think, that, <laughs> I think He's going to serve after the like, yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of what you're, what you're saying, and maybe it's a little just beside it, but... This is this may be as good as it's going to get, and there needs to be more development to kind of push everybody else up. Because I mean, like this isn't a terrible team. I mean, 
Structure, no. Structurally, they're they're good. I I I don't I do not hate how Floral plays these guys. I think he does a really good job of getting the best of what he's got. The problem is this is what he's got. Mm-hmm. This is all that he's got. This mm-hmm. is not going to get much better than this. And if you're waiting for kids to turn 17, 18, 19, so you can senior cap tie them, uh, no, that's not going to get us into the next World Cup. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's I, I'm 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 more or less in agreement with Tony here. It might be one step forward, two steps back for a while before you see a grand improvement. I think, uh, and, and, I, and and those are. I would base- suggest two forward, one back. I would think three forward, one to the left. And then, a and then that's a squ- actually squared. Yeah. Never mind. A little bit of twirling. twirling yeah, twirling, twirling forever towards yeah. the hex. Oh, yeah. Towards the hex. Yes, that's what I wanted. Uh-huh. I mean, so much of the rebuild in their eyes is undependent on the hope of a domestic league, too, mm-hmm. which is still a giant question mark. I think question huh. marks more when than if, but it's still yeah. it's still when, advancing. When, when, if, how long it yeah. lasts, maybe. Well, no, when. When it's actually going to happen, and mm-hmm. the other thing with the with the the Canadian, the CPL, whatever we're calling it, um, is that it's not going to spring, you know, fully formed from Zeus's head and be like suddenly there's all this talent to fill in this league. Like that's not going to happen. That would be hilariously awesome. All <laughs> but, of a sudden, it's like, did you know that? Did you know that Northern Saskatchewan is a hotbed of midfielders? They're just <laughs> flying everywhere. PEI, it right does, backs but it does everywhere. give that. Mm-hmm. They're like potatoes over there. <laughs> <laughs> but there is that. The second most famous thing about them. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> the Gables, man, that team. <laughs> the Gables. <laughs> they, they have to wear green and red. Oh, naturally. Um, but there is that. There is that potential for again. It's it's all about development and. This is something we've struggled at and other countries have been doing it for longer and doing it far better and we suffer for it and it has to happen for us to advance. And I I think, anyways, I think the potential is there. I just, again, I sort of agree with Mark. I don't mind the way Floro plays. I actually kind of like him as the coach. I I think we've had far worse. Um, I'm sure there are other coaches out there who maybe could do different things and and will do different things. Floro's not going to be like coach for life, but I I think he's the coach well Pass this round, and then there's junior floral just waiting yeah, I don't to want step to talk in. About that. <sighs> That's my only issue with all of this. What's with juniors in the Canadian <laughs> yeah. national team? Am I right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Mark, what's the, what's the, what's it say on the badge? Um, in Latin, uh, quod est absurdum ut spero. <laughs> it is silly to hope. <laughs> absurdum. I just yeah, isn't that great? That Latin for silly is absurdum. If you, if, if, you, if, you add, if you add an eye to it, it's an element. I just want to know absurdium. what's coming out of Graham Zussi's head. <laughs> <laughs> That's absurd. Mm. <laughs> Don't you know they're talking about a revolution sound?
All right. One last thing for this week's show is a look ahead to this weekend's match against the T-Terrorists on Saturday afternoon. The place that TFC loves to go play. No. On the turf. Yeah. It's terrifying. Every time we go there, I always... Terrifying. What? What? I just always expect bad things to happen. Yeah, you're there. Well, there's that too. Uh, Revs aren't having the best season so far. However, they are coming off that 1-0 win at home against the Red Bulls, whose wonderfully terrible season continues, which makes me happy. Um, usual suspects, of course. So You mean good- the one team we beat? Yes. Oh, oh interesting. Perspective. Hmm. Wait a second. The match, the match we've been hanging our hats on. Well then, good point. <laughs> Those guys out that is, all like that's that. going to be the mark of how the season goes. <laughs> TSN turning point. <laughs> so usual suspects, because uh, the Rev again they have so many weapons. So there's Fagundes, uh, Lee Wynn, There's that color, Charlie Davies. Kaiser Sose. Kobayashi. Oh, he plays for some reason. Right. No, he does. Kobayashi? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, Dad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. No, no, you're just good. You're cutting that all out. There's, there's a lot to worry about. Are famous. For me, other than the fact that they have people that seem to be able to score at will, it's the speed. They have mm. a lot of fast players. They've got a lot of very good <laughs> first skillful attacking midfielders. Yeah. They're forwards like Charlie Davis, Juan Aguidello, whatever. No. Meh. Um, but it's, yeah, there's a lot of different threats coming from midfield, um, so that that's going to be. That's my concern about yes, how be awkward Toronto to try and track them and figure things out. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be a test. Well, and it sort of wonders like, I don't know, Stephen Bateshore is not exactly fast. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a good player. I think he's been high quality a, tapes, better than VHS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more sure. heads. But I, it, 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 it just, it's one of those ones, so, you know, I don't even have a picture anymore of Mark Bloom playing um, in terms Neither of... Neither Mark Bloom. No, no, because Mark Bloom <laughs> has been he playing... He does, he has a Polaroid. <laughs> since he's been loaned to TFC2. On the side of a milk carton. <laughs> um, has been playing. He had a great game with them last weekend. Um, uh, helped set up sure. both goals. <laughs> um, played really well. Trust me. <laughs> USL2. Anyway, it's one of those things where I'm thinking, you know what I meant. You know, if Bainey's going to change something, do you look at no Mark Mm. Duncan's like stop trying to change the team, Kristen? (laughs) Well, not where's Mark Bloom? Yeah, no, I I, where uh, in the world? As much as we said, there's so many millions of dollars of reasons why Altenog will be playing and will be and there's many other millions for Stephen Bain. Yeah, the the big thing like this offseason was hey we rebuilt the defense. They're not going to give up on that four games in and they shouldn't or we've only let in four goals so far this season mm-hmm. so then big improvement so how do we counter the potential speedy threat then um well i think you've got to be really hoping for your defensive midfielders to help out so you know uh, obviously shavery won't be playing so it's yeah, going to be say, so no bradley johnson i think it's maybe a question of have bradley and johnson both be very defensive midfielders. This would be a good game for Delgado a, to play. A, a point forward triangle rather than a Why? point back triangle. To um, get into Delgado's uh, got some speed, oh, but yeah, he also yes. plays defense. Yeah, yeah, potentially on the wing instead of it being Lovitz and Babuli. Yeah, bring uh, bring Delgado and uh, Endo back. They can help with that sort of things. And yeah. uh, let's go fully back. Well, presumably Altidore is going to be up front. 
and tear his hamstring again. And well, again, yeah, will, will they will they risk <laughs> him on the terrible turf at Gillette? I you think know? So. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll be Altidore up front, Javinko on one side, then yeah, the other side having Banky Delgado to be a defensive presence. Yeah, I agree. Something bad's going to happen this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Altidore's hamstring yeah. was is the obvious choice. I'll consider that the lesser of two evils. Uh, well, not not. It's the other little tiny hamstring. Oh. Hamstring. My little hamstring. My little hamstring. He got it tight. He got it tight on the plastic grass. Oh no! Why are you doing that? Snappity snap. It's a very snappity snap. (laughs) Shit. It's a very fragile. (laughs) You like a cheesy string. Oh, those are delicious. I pull it, pull it, pull it, and then it pull apart. I reckon to have a cheesy string for a man. Have a time a snack. <laughs> My hammer string is like a hot mozzarella. Ooh, gooey. <laughs> Separate the middle. <laughs> this racism brought to you by Goldberg's Peanut Chew. <laughs> Goldberg's Peanut Chew. The one with the sign at the Yankee Stadium thing. <laughs> you don't like peanuts? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <sighs> so, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, so that's pretty ominous. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I could see that. I just hope it's not. It's not. I hope it's not our little baby Jesus. I hope it's uh, anybody else. Just because he's our savior. Big fat Jesus. I don't care. I don't care. He's he's past his prime. I do think you know when you look at like the revs and their defense and everything. It's you know Farrell and Goncalves. You know, they're, they're not the... They're okay. They're not the quickest, no. the most sort of agile sort of out there. So it wouldn't be a bad idea, you know, let Altidore sit on the bench again, let Javinko be in the middle, going against those two big sort of lumbering guys and uh, yeah. I hope something good comes from that, really. So I think there's, like again, it's one of those games, It's it, it on paper there's potential for, you know, some sort of positive result, but mm-hmm. again, whenever we go there... Bad things happen. Pain. <laughs> Suffering. The, the guy who used to run the team? Get used that to it? No, Clubber Lang, oh. scouting report. Oh, our second that guy's coming back. <laughs> I was like, what just happened over there? Did aliens land? I love the, the Clubber Lang scouting report is always a go-to. Yeah, yeah. Straightforward. <laughs> um, I, I did put some notes down here about stuff that happened on the weekend but Duncan Abley covered that in MLS wins and losses so we well don't need to well done our esteemed colleague this, this is very, for, I'm very impressed oh just about uh, the rev and the whole controversy with the ball being played out so it's happened oh, to yeah, TFC yeah. the revs did it so there's potential will they be shameful and ah, caring they're again? savages they are savages <laughs> perhaps they will be so shamed by uh, of Jesse Mash's harsh words that they will like man (laughs) that they will uh, you know be shamed into playing honorably and you know there'll there'll be no such shenanigans and in fact they'll be going out of their way to to help us out to be honorable yes we're not even going to try and tackle that team after you sir they're worse after you well well done you scored that team's worse than FC Hitler (laughs) 1 yeah they they weren't that good Hitler 1 2 so going into this game, uh, TFC are still only halfway to the you know the eight point mark that is supposed mm. to be the benchmark for this road trip. So New England, DC, who admittedly are struggling a lot, not for long. Yeah. I know it's about to turn rebound. around. Yeah, exactly. TFC rebound coming at you. <laughs> Montreal and then Portland, like, like 
Do you mm. see anywhere in the next four games four points? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Just for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's you. Good night. See, when you expect the worst, they end up winning, and when you expect them to cruise, they fuck it up. Exactly. So then, I still expect the worst for Saturday. Uh, but that's fine. You can have that one. Thank you. Because no matter win, lose, or draw, they'll be playing New England Revolution, and it'll be the worst. <laughs> Nothing good ever happens there. No. Uh, so, it, is there... The Sarlacc pit of the MLS. <laughs> Video. <laughs> yeah. I really need to periscope. Do it! I really do. Well, right now, it'll no, be over. Next week. Oh, God. Mm. I'm going to do it. Ugh. I have it. I have the technology. Oh, God, it'll help us. <laughs> Make sure I'm the, on the good side of the camera, which is behind it. When I try to periscope, she tells me to keep my hands on the table. Oh! <laughs> Stop broadcasting. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who need enhanced video, Tony just made his fist like the top of a periscope from a submarine, turned it left and right, and then sunk it underneath the quote-unquote water, which would be the eyeliner of the table. Also, I think the fist was supposed to, to represent a penis. I'm pretty sure that's what I that I know, was. but periscope, submarine, I don't... Nobody needed to know that it was supposed to be a dick. Uh, no, that I, was that, kind of the whole point, I think. Nobody can see it except the four of us, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's penis just gave Mark the guns. <laughs> It, it's a challenge. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> At least we know his dick shoots. Do we really have to know? At least know that. <laughs> Fuck me. Mm. At least predictions, everybody. Let's get this <laughs> shit moving. So, on that note, predictions. Uh, one nil to the New England Revolution. Uh, Josie Altador leaves the game seven minutes after checking in as a second half sub. With a knee injury, just to change things up slightly. Danny Cooverman special? Sure. Pain. <laughs> and? That's, there's levels in that. Um, two nil. Oh. For the bastards. Woof. Well then. I'm going to go. Uh, Toronto loses two nil. Toronto supporters lose hour and forty five minutes of their life. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Feeling feeling feeling, feeling froggy about that. Doing pretty good. I'm going one nil loss. Optimism. And, uh, yes. Yeah. No, I have no. I was optimistic about Colorado. I. I. That's it. I've. I used up all my optimism. Right across the board. You know what this means. <laughs> Three two, one win. Two one win. <laughs> <laughs> Josie Altidore hat trick. Called it. It'll still be the fucking ref's fault. <laughs> all on penalties. Yeah. yeah TFC shit. Twitter all of a sudden gets really sunny. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for us this week. Uh, please join us next week when we review what is sure to be just a fantastic match in. Uh, where is it they play again? Foxy Foxborough. The worst stadium you can get. (laughs) Uh, And then we will also be looking ahead to TFC's next game against DC United. So that's going to go swimmingly. 
and Foxy Robert F. Kennedy Stadium. You know yes. it. Mostly because there's a family of foxes living in the sands. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. forget the They're bats. still there? Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And um, the rats. And so the politicians. Perry Kitchen. Yeah. yeah. They're all Although there. if one of the Kennedys was a foxy Perry ghost. Perry Kitchen's not there anymore. Yeah, they got rid of Perry Kitchen. Yeah. Mm. Nobody lives there. And the kitchen sink. Mm. Still. It's nice for me. It's to be stable. Cheap. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nobody wants to stay there. Only Robert Kennedy's ghost. As always. That's not too soon. <laughs> oh, I was trying to figure out how the voice goes. I realized my New England accent's not that good. <laughs> Chow down. I'm going to wicked haunt you. <laughs> I am Rama. I am gonna spook you. Era, boo. Go and score me era a goal, will ya? Hack the ball. I wanna see a hat trick. I'm era a ghost. No. 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 Oh, you got all you got all like I got easy, Bugsy like, Malone yeah, or something yeah, yeah. there. You got all sleeping see? with the fishes. Yeah. Yeah. E. E. <laughs> As always, I've been joined by this uh, merry trio. On the Twitter is at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. TFC, going to pack the bus at Harvard Yard. Good accent, hmm? That was excellent. Mm, that was wow. like, yeah. like I was there. Yeah, like, that was amazing. So. I feel like chowder yeah, right now. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. Well, if he was from lobster. Well, he does sound like he's from the original Boston. <laughs> <laughs> True. Ah, Taking Boston. it back. <laughs> I remember. We beat, we beat them 6 1. David Cox scored four times. It was magical. He only had like nine goals all season. He got four of them in one game against Boston United. Magic. Magic. On the interwebs at Marlarky FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Era, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. 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 <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Ghostbusters? <laughs> See? See? Ghostbusters clean apartment? <laughs> what? You didn't go to Mexico. You went to Vancouver. <laughs> and I don't see your luchador anywhere. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to let him meet you guys. He's got tied up in the bedroom. <laughs> I do a suplex on your bed while your friends are over. <laughs> I practice my suplex. Leave the mask on. Well, it never yeah. comes off. <laughs> I, uh, we, uh, this is just a tattoo. Yeah, uh, do a figure four mask. leg lock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make me tap out. <laughs> on the interwebs, a kitten nerd mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Inkley. Get that bastard. Teal Bunbury out of my stadium. <laughs> er, uh. <laughs> As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at Casey Knowles. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Until we, oh God. Until next week, Toronto. Get used to it. Until we, oh God, until next week, Toronto, get used to it.
you want the full Nelson or the half Nelson? Oh, I like the full Nelson. <laughs> Take all the Nelson. Mucho Nelson. More Nelson than you can handle. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I can handle a lot of Nelson. Hey! <laughs> Nelson, not now. <laughs> Stay but you said. No. You only have a, handle you. You only have a half, Nelson. What's wrong? <laughs> oh dear. The, the magic is gone. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even get a full Nelson anymore. <laughs> <laughs> calling everything and if you believe some pundits that we're going to go to a league pundits? I always say it wrong every single time you can just some peanuts mm. gotcha <laughs> thank you Mark some some pita breads <laughs> so it's a, it's a good, good, good well would say okay now you can continue gotcha gotcha back anyway some people more about the pedos <laughs> oh. what Tony Walsh? Tony Walsh? No. <laughs> <laughs> father. <laughs> oh, yes, you father. My, yes, you father. My, 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 my father. <laughs> um, Show us in the Bible where they touched you. <laughs> in the New Testament. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hello. How's it going? Hello. Are you going to lean in? Yeah, I might do here and then. Uh, you know, I'm probably yeah. talking roughly like this most of the time, I'd say. Brilliant. Baby, 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 baby. Dirty. Jesus Christ. Look at this guy with the vocal por- pornography here. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, Lionel Bitchy. <gasps> Hello! God, what a feeling. I'm crying on the ceiling. When you're Not on the ceiling. The ceiling. <laughs> I'll never Hello. get that off. <laughs> Most of us were in our PJs by the time last week. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> <laughs> we were still here, but we were in our PJs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just took my pants off. I didn't have PJs. Yeah. I don't own PJs. These Tony was wearing his idea of a new TSU. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Was, yeah. <laughs> These seats are very comfortable. Half a tube jumping a jock. Yep. Mm. How many fingers you got in you? Night, night. This is the fall thing today. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> They're talking about Kit Kats. Just so you know. How many Kit Kats you had? <laughs> oh, shit. That's a different number. <laughs> don't know what you mean. I don't need that shit. You. Kit Kats. Um. <laughs> I'm going to say nay as well, but I do have a follow-up question. There's always another one. Well, I like to ask Part questions. Part B. Exactly. Who would you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> Go on, Kojak. <laughs> no, it's Peter Falk. Just one more question. Yeah, no, I was going to say Matlock, but no, Columbo. Yeah. Columbo. I want to be Kojak. Who I loves you? you? baby. Um, I'll be your lollipop. <laughs> Town? Yes. They're a terrible team. <laughs> Even by Evo Stick Northern Premier League Premier Division standards. Terrible. I realize, than, just realize what you did, Chris. They're better okay. than Belper. Yeah. Fair enough. 